Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk Radio. Sacred Places Radio with Beth LJ. I am your host, Beth LJ, and today is Sunday, May 27th, 2018. It is 5 p.m. here on the Eastern Shore, um, and thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Thank you, community, for coming together. I know I was MIA last week. Um, I tried to do this show on a weekly basis every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard. Um, But this energy, it just has me (laughs) feeling away. So, and things have been happening and I've been feeling so, I don't know. Um, I wonder if you feel the same way, if you feel familiar or this speaks to you as well. It's like everything is happening at once. And actually, I just felt really stuck. I felt really stuck. And then everything started happening in the end of last week. I think the change was, the big change was Uranus moving into Taurus. But then later when Venus moved into Cancer, that sort of helped things along and smoothed things over. Um, Astrologically speaking, it's doing a trine with... um, Jupiter right now and retrograde retrograde in Scorpio so and then Neptune and Pisces so that energy um, some of you may have been noticing since Thursday and just getting back into that loving energy and then even taking that loving energy to the earth I found um, it very beneficial for me in many ways to get into the earth go to Prospect Park here in Brooklyn take my shoes off and put them in the dirt, even though it, it grossed me out a little bit. But just connecting with the earth, just being in gratitude. And then I went to the beach on Thursday with a friend and just being in the water and being able to be thankful to Yamaya, to Oshun, to the spirit guides who are protecting us and keeping us during disruptions, during commitment, during fear, during any and everything that can happen on this life path, during death, um, during death and grieving and mourning. So um, I encourage and I will be trying to do more of the same, bringing that earth, I mean, bringing that earth energy and that water energy by grounding. And today I wanted to 
go ahead and, and do a meditation, a grounding meditation to get us wherever we are we are at currently, wherever we are listening right now. We can give us give ourselves some time, a few minutes to just ground here in this place, whether you are next to physical earth or not, and get a sense of centeredness and stillness so that we can get some direction. Um, based on the energies that I see coming up for the week, we're going to need it. And I mean that in a great way, not in a brace yourself type of way. So if you will take a deep breath here, breathe in down into your heart chakra, expanding the heart chakra, breathe out. Deep breath again. Taking that energy from the heart chakra and bringing it on down to connect with our solar plexus. Breathe out. Deep breath in through the heart chakra, solar plexus, and down to your sacral chakra. Feel it in your organs. Feel it in your sexual production area. And then breathe out, breathe in, energy through the heart chakra, sacral, solar plexus, sacral chakra, and down through your root chakra, breathe out, breathe in. We're taking all of this energy now filtered through our heart chakra and we are going down either side of our legs and out through our feet. May your feet be comfortably rested on the ground or connected to each other or even sticking straight out, floating in space. Just connect. And breathe in and we're going to breathe all the way down through our feet and we're creating roots and the roots are extending into the ground however far they need to go to reach the ground. They are digging and creating structure and centeredness into the earth, into the energy of Mother Earth into the energy of all that the Earth provides, into the energy of gratitude for this Earth that provides all that we need to exist is through this Earth. Breathe in. Feel the connection in your heels. Feel the roots rising up. Now let's take it back up the chakras from your root chakra through your sacral chakra, through your solar plexus, heart chakra. Now this grounding is coming into your throat chakra. This grounding energy is coming into your third eye and this grounding is coming in and connecting with your crown chakra. Your open 
crown chakra that is receiving spiritual guidance, the spiritual connection, the spiritual understanding of our soul and our life path and all that cannot be seen within our physical body. A couple more breaths here. You are connected, you are safe, you are grounded, you are able. Okay, you may slowly open your eyes and just relax and let us prepare to receive the word and instruction and guidance from our guest today, our fan favorite, Miss Gina Jean. And I don't say that lightly um, in regards to, hold on, look for me one second, in regards to Miss Gina Jean being our, our fan favorite. Every time she is on, we have callers before the show begins and that there um and that is certainly true today. I promise I don't promote better. I promise I don't do anything differently um for Miss Gina Jean, but she always brings the audience, always brings the fans and her skill, her craft, her experience and knowledge is always welcomed by the Sacred Places community. So, Miss Gina Jean, thank you for being on here this Sunday. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, feeling a little bit more relaxed after the meditation. Yes. I feel like there's been a lot of energy floating around. Um I myself have been experiencing a lot of it in the solar plexus sacral region for, I'd say, about a month. (laughs) So there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. And it's not, and it's it's moving quickly. And, um,. But at very the same quickly. time, I was feeling sick, stuck. Yeah, it's very quick. It's sometimes so quick, it's hard to decide and decipher. It's moving very quickly. It's moving. It's it's very decisive energy. Um, you know, for those of you that are following the news, you know, um, we had Harvey Weinstein who turned himself in to the police, which is mm. huge and monumental mm-hmm. um, for women mm-hmm. and for people that have been speaking up and people that have been part of this movement that has been slowly building but has actually, you know, kind of reached, um, you know, a pivot point right now where people never thought that it would get to. So there's a lot right. of, like, you know, groundbreaking work that's happening. So it's like we feel like we're stuck and then things are moving really slowly and then bam. <laughs> so Right. That's know. exactly exactly that's exactly what I've been feeling as well. And that's a um yeah, the Harvey Weinstein, it's just you never really think that these type of people who seem so untouchable will be held accountable, especially Correct. by our legal system. 
And yeah, I mean, it's happening all over the world. I mean, that's in the U.S., but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, think of what's happening in the world. I mean, we have volcanoes erupting. We have, um, you know, Ireland just uh, voted to repeal the abortion laws that they've had for women. I mean, there's just so mm-hmm. much going on um, right now that is groundbreaking. It's unbelievable. It's like, wow, this is really happening? Like, they're really, like, you know, giving rights to Irish women, you know, for the first time in how many years? You know, it's just mm-hmm. groundbreaking. So really... Groundbreaking. Um, yeah, inspirational, groundbreaking stuff, but it's 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 no joke. It's no joke, and, and no joke uh, on a personal level either. So I sent you a picture of the tarot card reading for this week because I thought, well, hello, obviously Miss Gina Jean is here, so she's tarot, the tarot priestess. So <laughs> I should obviously see what she has to say. I'm going to say a bit about how I'm reading this tarot reading, and then I would love for you to bring in your introspection and um, your years of skill and blessing. Sure. So um, the, uh, the major energy that I pulled for the week is the Emperor card, and that's the four in the major arcana. And then I pulled, so I usually pull three um, supporting cards, but then this one card was stuck under my legs because my cards are slippery and my cards like to do things like that. So when I lifted up my leg, I was like, okay, so you're going to be a part of this reading as well. So I have the new moon card, um, and the next new moon is the new moon in Gemini on June 13th. And I have the five of pentacles, the ten of pentacles, and the nine of pentacles in reverse. So this is... These are big money moves, changes, earthy, trusting, um, hardworking energies. This is all this reading is about. And I was reading recently about the Emperor card, and it's about mastering yourself so that you can master the things around you, um, which I think really plays into this reading for today. This is mastery uh, that will lead you to financial... um, Gains and losses, but um, the uh, the full, the complete cycle of it all, it's a very wonderful gain. It's an awesome gift. This is the Ten of Pentacles upright. There might be some things, and this goes into what I was talking about with the passion project for this summer. This feels like a four-month cycle to me, although the next new moon is in Gemini with me pulling the emperor card and the four, I'm just getting like a four-month cycle where I encourage people to go and um, think about their passion projects and and how they're going to utilize this energy this summer when Mars is in retrograde. You're going to have to be specific about how you use it. And so the the five of pentacles might be the idea of giving up, giving up something so that you can gain and then you're coming to the Ten of Pentacles. And again, with the Nine of Pentacles, there might be something that you have to lose out on. But again, the overall is a game. But Ms. Gina, what do you think about this this reading here? Um, so there's quite a lot that I got um, 
just from this reading that you pulled out, I think a lot of it has to do with um, structure for sure, without a doubt. Uh, when we look at the Emperor card, which is the number four, I want you guys to envision kind of like a box, you know, um, and it's a structure that is in place. And it's a structure that's kind of ruling over um, everyone and everything. So this can be pertaining to government, for example. We're looking at the uh, little symbol or crest that's underneath um, the gentleman that's sitting on his throne. And this can be attributed to um, government officials. This can be um, attributed to very high-ranking officials. Um, for those of you that are in the metaphysical, spiritual realm, um, there's even some... Um, uh, orders, you know, in the Masonic um, uh, tribe that are uh, similar to the symbol that we have underneath the emperor here. So we're talking about a high rank, and we're talking about um, mainly masculine energy. The emperor mm -hmm. card is very connected to uh, the sign of Aries. Um, for some decks, you have like the Aries ram that's on the throne of the gentleman, and and it's basically uh, it's it's a card of contained fire. So think of the element of Aries, which is the fire sign, and then we have um, this this rank or this uh, official. It's a very masculine energy. It's the same thing we were talking about with you know just like the the rise and fall of the men that are going on and, and the structures and the ranks that they're in, mm. the alpha male and how the alpha male is being transformed, um, not just on a, a um, personal level, but also on a financial level. I mean, this is probably costing them a lot of money, <laughs> you know, divorces, yeah. um, uh, law, uh, legal aspects, you know. So when we're looking at the five of pentacles, this is something where someone doesn't want to, accept any help. Um, in the traditional decks, they have like two people out in the cold walking away from a, a image of the church or a church stained glass. And you see them walking and they look pretty decrepit and down. And usually the five of pentacles represents financial struggles. So it's mm -hmm. what's coming out of this high status, all of a sudden that foundation is not so strong anymore, you know, for, especially from a financial or emotional perspective. So now they have to um, rely on their own laurels. So when we look at the Nine of Pentacles, usually that's a card of um, financial independence, but when it's reversed, it means that your finances are falling down the drain. So definitely mm. losing something. Definitely mm -hmm. losing an aspect of that um, stability or what you thought was stable was uh, mm. becomes lost in one aspect from uh, a new standpoint of view with the new moon. Um, and I also found it fascinating that you said it was going to be in Gemini. Now, um, I believe Gemini is a, is it a fire or air sign? Help me, it's astrology woman. It's an air sign. It's an okay. air sign, yeah. So, and um, it's actually do the have... sign of our president, too. Interesting. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot the moon of and sense. moon Gemini, yeah. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Now, I know you. we're talking, even talking about moons. I mean, this Tuesday we have a full moon, and it's going to be in yeah. Sagittarius. So that's going to be, um, once again, pointing to that fire energy. Um, so I thought that that's pretty um, mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. 
So Sagittarius is all about things moving, like movement as well. Um, so maybe money that's going out much faster. I think that there's different um, economic uh, levels in the states and just overall that are experiencing a lot more loss than they have in the past. And I think they have to rely on new ways to create community, new ways to create network, and new ways to support each other when they are at their lowest. So Mm -hmm. not being afraid to speak up when um, they need some type of support or they want to create another type of foundation that might not have existed before. So, yeah, that's what I got from this reading here. Wonderful. Wonderful. What? Oh, good. Thank you. You're welcome. (sighs) Yeah, it's just such a, yeah, let's, oof. So, money, 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 and money. It's we're getting down to the 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 American bottom line here. So, uh, and people do not like to lose money. Nope. So, okay, yeah. So this week, and I thought it was so appropriate with this reading, you know, all the, the talk about money and structure and hierarchies, um, we experience all of these things so commonly, more often than not, in the workplace. And this week, the conversation, we do have a few callers online, so we will be getting to you callers. Thank you for calling in. I do see you, and I will be checking in with you later for your questions and um, mini readings with Ms. Gina. Um, But before that, I just wanted to get into this conversation about how to create um, this sacred place, this sacred space, these these, um, places within your office space or that travel with you to, to bring you back. Um, and specifically for people who are very sensitive, um, Ms. Gina, what recommendations do you have? What, I guess, let's expand on the conversation and then what you would say, what you would suggest. Well, um, one of my go-tos that I always, um, start out with is definitely crystals. I know the last class that we had, um, we were talking about crystals and we were talking about, um, you know how crystals can be beneficial to us. Um, now we can do, you can do it where you, it's not so obvious where you have a crystal, but you're not really necessarily, you know, putting a whole like a huge massive crystal on your desk and making it very obvious about you know what you are subscribed to. But maybe making it something of a decorative. Maybe getting a crystal that means something to you. And then you say, this is going to be, like you literally talk to the crystal and say, you are going to protect me from blah, 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 so-and-so. <laughs> so literally mm-hmm. like talking to the crystal and programming it so that it has a function. And maybe you can put it in a corner of your desk or a corner of your cubicle, or maybe you can t- put it underneath a photo, but have it be a working crystal, something that's going to be mm. doing something for you while you are at work to help, or maybe it's just something that you kind of tap into to um, reset yourself. Maybe you're feeling kind of um, uncentered and you need something to bring you back. Maybe you have that crystal as, it's almost like people grab the stress balls. 
same thing. Yeah. Grabbing like a crystal yeah, like a to worry have it be stone. something. My mom yeah. used to have a geode worry stone. Exactly. Yeah. So something that you can that program you can, and kind yeah. of like throw all of your stuff into instead of like screaming at your desk or screaming outside, mm-hmm. you know, when you really mm-hmm. want to scream or you're in a, you've come out of a very heated um, uh, meeting where you feel very, mm-hmm. uh, you know, helpless or not in touch and you can just kind of like, you know, let it out into the stone. Bring it to, and, and I also recommend if you do that on a daily basis, definitely um, bring your stone or whatever talisman you've chosen to represent something that brings you to your happy place and um, mm-hmm. just kind of like cleanse it every now and then. Like, you know, head, you know, put it in your pocket, head into the bathroom and just kind of like run some cold water on it to reset it and get it back to where um, it's supposed to be. Um, some people put like little novenas, you know, if people are religious, you know, some people put mm-hmm. like little saints. I know mm-hmm. um, a lot of people are connected to putting little seats of like St. Joseph or St. Anthony or St. Jude. Um, they're all very, St. Michael is very popular amongst the um, yeah. policemen and, um, you know, police force. He's definitely um, someone that protects people. Um, so maybe it can just be like a little picture or a little one of those prayer cards that you just tack up on your wall to remind you um, amongst everything else that you have there Um, to remind you to like center yourself or know that you're protected. Maybe you can have a Psalm up there like Psalm 23, which is, you know, people's Mm -hmm. favorite, but there's tons of other Psalms. Um, What else for people that are unconventional? Plant is nice. Plant is fantastic. Plants are actually the ones that absorb uh, energy from people as well. Um, and especially computers oh, really? or something that makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, plants, yeah, they totally, that's why it's important for you to talk to them. It's important for, you know, okay. even if it's a little cactus that doesn't require a lot of light because you're in um, an office environment. Um, mm-hmm. Cactuses are great, but yeah, plants are definitely ones that absorb a lot of energy. So if you notice that your plants are dying a lot in your house, maybe you need to clear the energy a little bit more <laughs> mm-hmm. or take care of your plants more. Um, or you can put crystals in your plants too. I had a plant that was not doing well and I had it some amethyst. Mm-hmm. And it really, and a, and a new plant sprouted up. <laughs> nice. So, nice. Yeah. What else? Um, a little bowl of water. You, yeah. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. And this is sort of creating, you bringing these elements in a way to create an altar at your desk, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we always have to be careful with water if we're around, um, if we have our computer and there's a lot of electronics there. But you can do right. it on a very small basis. You know how the Japanese have like the um, sand guard. It you know they have the little sand with the rake that creates like a meditative mm-hmm. um, space for them. Uh, maybe a little bowl of water and maybe put a little bit of salt in it. I think salt is fantastic to mm. um, avoid the evil eye. To avoid um, and a lot of these are like. Um, uh, things that not everyone believes in, but I've found mm-hmm. just from a energetic strain standpoint of view, um, especially being very sensitive, that salt definitely helps me, um, even at work. It, um, 
if I'm in a place where I feel like really drained or I feel like I definitely need to put some extra armor and protect myself a little bit more, I always grab a little mm-hmm. tiny bowl of salt, you know. Wow. And, um, yeah, it definitely helps. Oh, it's very good. grounding. Salt is very grounding, and it's one of the uh, key elements to protecting yourself. So that's a little tidbit um, that helps. Um, another little tidbit I do um, when I get home from work, I know we were creating at work, but even the salt that you have at work, you know, you take a shower, you kind of pour it on the floor. This is something that I learned um, um, in my years of study. You put a little salt on the floor in your shower or in your bathtub. Mm-hmm. Epsom salt, regular salt, and you place your feet on it and literally, you know, have it, like, literally suck out all of the negative energy that you've had for the day and wash it down the drain. So wow. that really works. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you absorb because all the salt from work. it's so hard to, like, get rid of that energy. And then by the time, some that's why I feel like, is another reason people really dislike Mondays too, because you just get rid of the energy that you were taking home from work Sunday, and then you got to go back to work on Monday. But that's mm-hmm. a wonderful tip about stepping in the soul. I also used to keep a little um, pillow of lavender, and mm. anytime I just needed to like relax, they they come in a little burlap sacks. Obviously, you can make it yourself. Just stuff some lavender. You can add some rose petals or whatever. Again, um, like you said, brings you back to your happy space. Brings you, grounds you, and centers you. Just just take a big whiff. Just inhale it and sort of squeeze. It. And I used to just squeeze it like. Like, oh, yeah. just to clear my energy out, just to get that sense of relaxation throughout my body, in my head space, and um, really create a buffer between whatever seems so pressing emotionally now, because that's what work was for me sometimes, like an emotional trigger, like that mm. constant trigger. But um, just creating that buffer and that space to give myself the room to about what how I really want to react what do I hope to accomplish within this reaction? Like, just to be able to be present so you're not you're not coming from a place that really doesn't serve you or your goal at the job, you know? And that it's hard when you're very empathetic and you're very sensitive, but you have a passion for the job you're doing, but you're torn because of things like office politics. So definitely... This is for you guys on how to balance that and be in that space. Another thing to help keep your composure, you know, say you're dressed up in your suit and you want to stay grounded, just create like, you know, get one of those little cheap spray bottles and fill it with any essential oils and um, a little bit of water, like rose water and some essential oils Mm. like... um, you know, lavender oil is fantastic. Um, tea tree oil is great in clearing the air. Um, maybe even a little bit of um, eucalyptus or sage. Um, mm. Well, really, you know, and you just kind of like you would use it as a face mister or just like something to spray the air. Nothing that's like perfumey mm-hmm. where it's very heavy, where it might affect other coworkers around you, but something where you can literally just like spray your face, you know, at that four o'clock hour where everybody is like falling asleep and the blood sugar is very low. 
you know, you spray your mm-hmm. face to kind of like revitalize you and, and have you um, feeling better. Um, I like to put like a um, little bit of citrus notes in there to kind of rev me up. Mm, yeah. Oh, and those essential oils. And it lasts so long and it just a little bit goes a, um, a, a long way. But so have fun like creating those. You can buy Aura Mist all the time. People have those. But, you know, using your creative energy to create something that then becomes a balance for you is a great way to also tap in, center yourself. You know yourself better than anyone else. So we have some callers, as I said before, and they've been patiently waiting. Um, I would like to take the opportunity now to have them receive a mini reading with Miss Gina. But Miss Gina, before we get into the mini readings, how can our listeners contact you? How can they um, speak with you, reach out to you, Skype with you? How can they they get a reading from you? Sure. If they want to get a reading from me, I I do read in um, New York City if you guys are based here. If not, you're welcome to give me a call um, or email me. I'll give you my email address first. It's Gina, G-I-N-A-J-E-A-N at gmail.com. Once again, that's G-I-N-A-J-E-A-N at gmail.com. And um, they can email me and just let me know that they heard me on Sacred Places and would love to book an appointment. Otherwise, you're welcome to call me at 347-414-9904. And I'd love to hear from you guys. You know, leave me a message or text me and I will get back to you. Okay, great. Yes, Um, all that information is also on the show page. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at Sacred Places Radio. If you really are daring, you can follow me on Twitter. It's my old Twitter handle, but it still works, and it's just where I sound off at the mouth at Beauty Loves Co. So that's short for Beauty Loves Company, but Beauty Loves Co. as spelled normally. So our first caller on the line is. The last four digits are 2707. Um, hello, caller. You are online. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. My name is Brittany. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Brittany? I'm doing good. Um, I just, um, the question was, I wanted to see what do you see on my love life? It can be a general reading. Okay. All right, Brittany. Um when is your birthday? June eleventh, nineteen eighty nine. Okay. June the eleventh. So just you being an eleven, I'm getting that um love wise you can be a little bit of a tough cookie, so it's either your way or the highway. So it's important for you to be a little um bit uh lenient or uh open in relationships. Um so it's important for you can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, great. So it's important for you to um, be open in relationships and be a little bit more lenient. Um, The card that I pulled for you is, let's see here, the Knight of Brooms. So it seems like you attract um, partners that are very charismatic, have a lot of energy, but are not always to be trusted or more focused on um, physical aspects rather than emotional aspects. So maybe you should try to um, look into 
uh, ones that are a little bit more divested in long-term relationships rather than something that's just kind of short and quick. <laughs> so okay. uh, does that make sense? Yeah, I'm not really uh, dating anyone at the moment, but, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah, it just seems like they're they're more they're very charming, but they're not necessarily ones to be trusted. This could been a, could have been someone from your past, so it, it just wants you to um, be open to uh, definitely be more lenient, but be open to people that are looking for something a little bit more long term, rather than um, fast paced or someone that is like yeah. grounded, you know, they're like located close to you and they're not traveling all of the time and they're available. So it's saying definitely go to places or visit areas where you'll meet someone that is to your liking, but definitely someone that's going to stick around. That's my okay. advice for you, the cards. All right. Thanks. Good luck for you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening, Brittany. Have a good afternoon and the rest of Memorial Day weekend. Okay, I am going to pick on line 7516. Hello, 7516. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. Thank you. Your name and birthday, please. It's Annette, and it's April 2nd, 1964. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. (laughs) So what is your question, Annette? My question is also about love. Okay. Is there a specific question, or you just wanted to just see what love is looking like? Um, There is a specific question, but I don't know the gentleman's, um, I don't know his birthday, though. That's okay. What's your question? Uh, my question is um, we are in the process of trying to form a friendship between us, um, but something somehow gets in the way. Okay. I'm going to pull a card, so I'm going to shuffle, and you tell me when to stop. So I'm shuffling now. Okay. Stop. stop. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the card that I've pulled for you and your partner is the Fool, um, which is a great card because it's all about new beginnings and it's all about those butterflies and nervousness that you have in starting something new. Uh, <laughs> so it makes total sense. Um, and with the Fool card, it's saying sometimes um, in taking these huge leaps, we feel like um, the fear that kind of like rises up uh, amongst you or your potential partner is of, you know, like the butterflies in the stomach and is this going to work and I'm taking a huge risk. And I think um, one of the great things to look at is um, don't try to control the future so much and just kind of like let it flow. You know, with the Fool Mm -hmm. card, one of the great aspects of the Fool is all about excitement and new beginnings and kind of like um, a clean slate, so I like to tell people to not have any expectations so that you won't be disappointed. Um, I think it's important for the mm. two of you to just kind of have fun, you know. Um, the Fool is all about embarking on a new journey. And, you know, when we look at the Fool card, which is the zero, it actually also represents 
a completion or an ending. So it's a very magical aspect as well where you're literally creating your future based on every step that you take with this person. So um, creating it together. I think that um, if there's any blocks that are coming up, it might be just fear that you – that you or your partner have from the past and it's kind of asking yeah. you to um release any of that baggage you know the fool has yeah. a little tiny backpack you know just a little tiny thing that he's taking with them um mm. but not a full suitcase so he's ready to embark on a new adventure but with just the essentials you know so keep mm. it keep it simple you know okay you know trips to the park you yeah. know nothing that's um you know, you're not asking for marriage. You know, you're asking for a friendship. No, and, I'm not. I yeah. think that he might think I'm asking for marriage, but I haven't asked for anything. Exactly. So I think I keeping it simple anything. and letting him know, look, I like you, you like me. What are we gonna do? <laughs> right, right. And I don't even, I don't even take it there. It's, it's like I, it's weird because I feel like I have to tread very, very lightly, and I know that I have to, basically, I have to let him lead. Got it. So make sure that he also wants to start something new. And guys are yeah. very simple, I find. You know, when you ask them, be like, hey, are you ready for a new relationship? Do you want a relationship? Where are you right oh, now in your life? Relationship. <laughs> okay, where, you know, do you want a friendship? And and also, um, with the yeah. fool card, it's also saying, don't be foolish either. You know, if if Deep down in your intentions, you really do want a relationship down the line. Make sure that you make that clear. Right. Yes. Okay. So, you know, relationships are built on trust. And a lot of the times when people don't want to jump out of that airplane in the sky, it's because they don't trust that they're going to be okay at the end of the, the, the jump. So it's important to lay it all on the line in the beginning, not not to shock them, but just to kind of let right. them know. You know, look, I would love for it to start out as a friendship. Would it be great if it developed into anything else? Absolutely, but, you know, we I'd like to take it one step at a time. Where are you at? Right, that's true. And go from there. That's very, very true. Very true. All right, my dear, okay. thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Many blessings to you both. Alrighty. Many blessings. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. You as well. Alrighty. Bye bye. Bye. We have time for one more. Okay, Mistina. We have um, one last caller. Um, And this is 4246. You are on the line. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi. And your name and birth. Uh, yes, my name is Margie, and my birth date is four twenty two fifty seven. Hi there. Hi there. What's your question, Margie? Um, do I have to have a question? You don't. Actually. You, okay. <laughs> I'll just pull a card and see where what's coming up for you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Margie. So the card that comes up for you, interesting, is justice. Is justice. Um, It came out reversed, so I'm actually going to read the reversal for you because my guides are saying you need to read the reversal. So sometimes the message I'm going to have for you is sometimes things in life don't always show up the way that we'd like them to, but on our our journey and on our road to um, uh, understanding and soul-searching, we'll understand why they ended up that way. 
Okay. So that's the message for you. You know, sometimes when things happen to us, we don't quite understand why we've experienced it. But mm-hmm. on our road and on our journey, you know, eventually we realize well, that we had to go through that in order to understand our journey, in order to understand what we're actually seeking, you know, deep in yeah. our souls. So it's it's almost like a karmic thing where it's like, you know, um, retribution, karma, understanding. You know, when I look mm-hmm. at the justice card reverse, it's saying that, you know, you're getting the short end of the stick. You're not really getting what you're wanting, but you mm-hmm. are learning something in the process. Mm. Yes, yes. There's a lesson there. Yeah, because there's a lot yeah. of things going on. There's things going on at work, and so it kind of was where I was thinking, but I didn't really know how to ask the yeah, question. Yeah, it's, it's, so not, it's not in it your favor. <laughs> It's not in your favor, but you have to understand that it's not in your favor for a reason, and there maybe there's mm-hmm. a reason why the universe is pushing you to test you to kind of mm-hmm. get you to the place of where you're really supposed to be. Okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Maggie. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Thank you. All right, Miss Gina G, we're done. Oh, it went by so fast. Oh, it did. <laughs> it did. Thank you so much. And you know, I think we're still in the Scorpio moon right now, so I love having um, you who are influenced by that sign here. And thank you always for coming on. Thank you for helping our listeners and and giving us this great class and lesson on how to manage um our energies when we have to when we have to work and we have to work with others. So um and please I encourage all the listeners and community to reach out to her um for reading, for questions, for even comments and feedback. Um I think everyone loves to get emails like that as well, especially when we're entrepreneurs and we're working for ourselves and we're trying oh, yeah. to be guided on journey. our journey. <laughs> it is a journey. It's a journey. So, but uh, one foot in front of the other, make it your best foot. And thank you so much, everyone. And have a wonderful week. And I will see you, speak to you, um, connect with you next Sunday. Bye, guys.